I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome into the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 13th, and the Ravens are preparing to face the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday as the Ravens get ready for that game. We had a chance to talk with head coach John Harbaugh today after practice. Okay, good to see everybody. Uh, appreciate you being here. Uh, good practice, and uh, we're, we're um, pointed towards Sunday night against a, a excellent Jacksonville team. Uh, played them quite a bit the last few years, and uh, we know uh, what's in store, and we're looking forward to the opportunity. A couple roster moves. We... Uh, Brought in Malik Cunningham. He uh, had a chance to uh, come over here and uh, be a part of our team. We're very excited about that. I uh, feel like he's got a great future in the league. And uh, so he was at practice today. And then uh, Devin Duvernay's on the short-term IR. Uh, we'll expect him to be back uh, for, the, for the playoffs. So, but our first job is we got to get there before we can talk about that. So that's, that's our goal. What questions do you have? John, with, with Malik, you know, you have four quarterbacks. What how would you just kind of describe what would be kind of the plan? Because not a lot of teams yeah. have the four quarterbacks. No, it's definitely different. Uh, unique situation. Uh, from a quarterback perspective, it's a future type of a move. I think Eric would describe it as that. Uh, so he can uh, – he'll practice. He was out there practicing at quarterback today early in practice. But he'll also work at wide receiver and uh, work on special teams too. And things he was doing in New England already, uh, that's what he's doing there uh, as far as practicing as well. So we'll – you know, he's a very talented person, you know, so he'll contribute every way he can. But we'll stay with the four quarterbacks. Uh, that's the way we'll do it, and he'll contribute in, in a lot of different ways at this point in time. Coach, we saw Kyle Hamilton out there. How do you think he was moving around with that brace? Uh, I thought he moved pretty good. You know, I was pretty happy to see it. Uh, he uh, he wasn't a full participant. He uh, was out there for a lot of most of the practice, did as much as he could, and uh, we'll see how he progresses as the week goes on. John, obviously health is a big part of this game. What are you – how impressed are you just with your team, even despite your own injury issues, to still have all 53 guys on the field today in December? Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a plus for us. We've, uh, hey, we're happy about that. You know, uh, you guys have been around here the last few years, so that's a that's a that's a major plus for us. So, uh, but we've got to go out there with all all of our 53 and everybody else and play our best game on Sunday to have a chance to win this game. John, you've had years where you've been very aggressive on fourth and short. Um, this year, not as much in this last game. Uh, a couple situations in fourth and short, on the field goal. Was that matchup based in this last game? And is the unit at a place where 
you feel comfortable going to Christian Shore, or is there growth to be made there? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, there's always growth to be made. I mean, you know, so I'll say all of the above, but there was no fourth and like ones or less than ones in this game. There were more two and threes if I if I if I remember right. You know, I have to go back and look at that. Uh, so you just take every situation as it goes in the game. You know how you feel about adding points and the risk in terms of making the field goal. Where you're at as far as punting, I think all that goes into it. I don't think there's any grand, really. Uh, you know, assessment compared to other years, really. Just trying to do the best we can. We definitely have confidence in our ability to get it. So um, we'll see what happens going forward. What do you see from Trevor Lawrence on tape? Uh, I see a really good quarterback. You know, I mean, it's a big, broad question, Ryan. You know, you kind of opened a lot of doors for me there, you know. What do you think of Trevor Lawrence? I think he's really good, you know. He's big, he can throw really good, and he can run really good. What else can I say? The guy's one of the best quarterbacks in football. <laughs> so that's what I see on tape. <laughs> Don, uh, just not deeply now, I think he has this streak of a half sack, like 10 straight games. Uh, I, mean, how, I mean, how impressive is that, especially yeah. for an interior defensive line? Well, is, is there a record? It's got to be some kind of record, doesn't he'll tie, it? He'll tie a record. Yeah, tie a record with one, one more. It'll be 11 straight. Okay, well, I'm for that. I'm, I'm for tying the record, and I'm for beating the record, and I'm for extending the record, you know? Uh, it's it's he's just he's having a, f a fantastic season. It's just um, not surprising, you know. I mean, you saw it as he, all through the years, but I saw it in training camp. We all did, and uh, he works hard every day. He's humble. He's he's determined. He's confident, and he wants to be the best player he can be. He plays he plays for his team. I just you know, there's nothing about about him that isn't an A plus. And to see him have that kind of success, you know, it's awesome. Um, I, I think um, Malik is a guy that just come back in for a second as you guys previously. Like, what do you um, like about him, given his unique skill set in terms of uh, obviously you mentioned receiver angle, part of that in terms of what he could you know, potentially do? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how he develops. I mean, he's a quarterback. You know, there's no doubt about that. I mean, he's 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 here to play quarterback and develop as a quarterback, and uh, and that was kind of the future move. You know, down the road. Uh, uh, that's that's just an opportunity. I think when you're a general manager, you've got to look for all those opportunities. And, and Eric is, is, you know, he's the best. So he does that, and uh, that's part of it. But in the meantime, you know, he's uh, he's talented enough and willing enough to help any way he can. So that's kind of how you see it. Quarterback. Sorry. Um, why did you decide that you wanted to ask Martin to interview for that position? Because he said he never expressly said he wanted it. And since then, when you see performances like Lamar Jackson just had, where do you see his influence, T's influence in the way he's played? Well, I mean, T, you know, uh, is, a, is a quarterback coach. You know, he's been a quarterback coach in his career. Um, he's, uh, he's been an offensive coordinator, you know. He played quarterback, at, obviously, pretty well at Tennessee and then in college. My brother worked with him at, at the Raiders. Uh, so T... Um, you know, T's always, I've always seen T as a quarterback coach in that sense. He did a great job with the wide receivers. And uh, and when we were, you know, just looking to kind of see what we were going to do in terms of taking the step that we were taking in the offseason, it just made a lot of sense to ask him to interview. And and I'll say this, when he did interview for it, he did a tremendous job. I mean, really, really great job. Just kind of kind of blew me away. Not that I was surprised by it, but, you know, I was I was kind of expecting it. But then you see it and you're like, wow, this T, T was, he's the guy for the job, you know, and and he's just done a great job. The Dolphins, the Dolphins lost since, since the last time we talked to you, so you guys are in the, the number one spot in the conference now. I, I know you don't like to get ahead of yourself, but is there some excitement for the team in having that goal of the number one seed out there to, to chase so clearly? Or? 
it's just, it's no one, there's no number one seed. There's no such thing as that right now. <clears throat> there's, um, just because they put a, 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 a bracket up on TV screen doesn't mean anything. It's, it's what you do. So we, our guys understand that uh, we've got to go earn everything we get. And uh, if, if, uh, if we earn it, then that, that's, that, then we'll, we'll get it. And if we don't earn it, we won't. So we're going to try to win as many games as we can, climb as high as we can, but really just play one play at a time as well as we can, compete as hard as we can, every single play, every single series, every single quarter, every single game. And that's our focus, and that's really all we're thinking about. John, there's some special teams coordinators gaining uh, head coaching buzz as things kind of progress. And what about special teams and from that background did you feel was beneficial for you in transitioning into a head coach that gave you a leg up maybe? Yeah, everybody has a unique kind of path. And to see uh, see guys that come up in different paths other than you know the traditional offense coordinator, quarterback path is good. And there's great coaches who do it that way too. But um, you know, I think one thing about that particular route that you're talking about is the opportunity to be really well-rounded in terms of the, uh, the game management, dealing with the roster, the roster decisions, being able to kind of have a relationship with all different players on the team, and then also being involved. Most of the special teams coaches have coached different positions over the course of their career, offense, defense as well. So just being able to have a, an umbrella kind of an understanding, I think, is a big, big advantage that they have that's kind of been overlooked a little bit over the years. And... Uh, I think more of those guys should get an opportunity. I hope somebody does soon again. Uh, you know, like to think it worked okay, it worked out pretty good the last time. So hopefully one of those guys will get a shot soon. John, how well do you think Todd Munkin's personality has fit in in terms of just the fiery nature, his energy? I'm talking about specifically in like meeting rooms. Players seem to really appreciate his kind of, you know, loud, boisterous kind of style. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's a, he's a, he's got everybody's got their own style and Todd's style is uh, is Todd's style, you know, and it's uh, it's his personality and it's really good, and it's he's a very good teacher, he's a very good uh, he expresses things really well. He's a great communicator, he makes it very clear, you know, what he's looking for, and he does it in a, in a real energetic kind of way, you know, and it's a fun way. And uh, I I don't know, I just uh, I think he's a great football coach, doing a great job, and I, I agree the players have have uh, latched onto it and they appreciate it, and uh, you know so. As it relates to the game on Sunday, uh, Josh Allen, he's having one of his better seasons rushing the pass. So what have you seen from him and the challenge that he might pose? Right, Josh Allen, you know, usually coming off our left side. He's going to have to, we're going to have to account for him in everything we do. But, you know, gosh, I mean, the whole front, they got a really good guy on the right side. And they got two guys back and those two guys up that play all the time that are really good, too, on the edges. And got a, they've got two great inside uh, in middle linebackers, inside backers. And that front is pretty dominant, too. So this is one of the best defenses in the league. And. We're getting ready for him. John, you said after Sunday's game, remarked how much time Lamar had to, to go and understand it. I think Ryan Regino from his earlier broadcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> shared a clip of Kevin Zeitler kind of shifting over sides to catch Aaron Donald in a block that freed up Lamar for um, one of his scrambles. What has that unit been asked to do in terms of pass blocking, and, and why do you think they've been successful in game Sunday? Well, I think we've seen, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, the, the challenge this week, and I told the guys in the meeting this morning, but we've also seen the best in the league. And uh, that's been week after week here in the last month or so or more. I think the offensive line uh, have, done, have done a phenomenal job. And I put the running backs in that category, too, as far as pass blocking. But uh, that was, a, you're talking about passing off a game and a twist, which is what Jacksonville does a ton of. They're really good at it. Got to be great at that. 
But that's what offensive line play is. And our guys, I think our guys are the best in the business. I'm proud of those guys. I think uh, Joe and Mike do a great job, but I think we have really great players that really just work hard every single day at all the details, kind of that, that blue collar work to make it pay off like that on Sunday. That was head coach John Harbaugh. We also heard from quarterback Lamar Jackson. So Lamar, you are a familiar face out of practice today with, uh, with Malik. Malik, right? yeah, my uh, brother right there. What, what do you kind of see as, uh, you know, with him joining the team, kind of the potential he has? Oh man, he got all type of potential, man. Um, great quarterback. You know, I've seen it firsthand, you know, um, when he was a freshman at Louisville. Uh, and, you know, I obviously had to watch some of his high school highlights because that's just what we do. You know, we love watching each other play football. Um, he's, a, like I said, a great quarterback, man. Explosive, can throw the ball anywhere on the field, make guys miss, he can do it all. Lamar, you face uh, nothing but division leaders over the next three weeks. Do you like almost having like a mini playoffs before the playoffs? Mm, I like playing football, so it really don't matter. You know, I'm just going to have fun. Lamar, you shared um, the advice Nelson Aguilar gave prior to that Zay Flowers touchdown. What difference has he made to the team in his addition? Um, just because he has veteran leadership too, has won a championship as well. Oh uh, yeah, just like that prime example that just that situation on um, this vet knowledge, you know, just bringing knowledge to the game and knowing um, what guys will do, you know, just how to take ownership of, you know, within a play not being selfish, you know, stuff like that. Because that was very unselfish of him to. You know, I'm just going to run this guy out the way and Zay will be open. You know, some guys probably be like, if I ain't getting the ball, I'm just going to do whatever I do, you know. So small stuff like that, you know, just separates him from other guys. Well, you obviously have uh, won an MVP before and, and you're certainly in the conversation again this year. Does that mean something to you? What do you make of that? It's an honor, you know, just like you said, just for me being acknowledged, you know, just being that be a MVP conversation with great guys who's, who was all up um, being nominated for it. Um, but, you know, I'm just staying locked in. I'm trying to win because I want another championship, if anything, another trophy, if that's, you know, if that means anything. Lamar, your last two opponents, the Jaguars and the, the Rams, their most recent games have been against the Browns. Is there anything to seeing what maybe an AFC North team or what they're trying to do to attack a defense? Is that something that you guys pick up on, or is that not really the focus of when you're kind of deconstructing film. So, yeah, so yeah, ask the question. Again. So the Jaguars and the Rams, their most recent games have been against the Browns. Mm -hmm. And do you see in, uh, when you're picking apart film ways that maybe the Browns are going after those opponents that you guys try to pick up on, or is that not really how it works on like uh, film breakdown? Uh, no, that's not really how it works. You know, we pretty much just try to give, do, do our thing, you know, but try to find the, the ins and outs of their defense, you know, to put us in a better situation of when we face them, um, when we face them, because teams play different. You know, we can't go off how they played the Browns because our guys are different. I'm curious whether you took notice of Isaiah Likely's touchdown celebration or did a little Lamar it was impersonation. Funny. They, uh, they already told me they was going to do it. Like, if, if either one of them scored, they're going to do that celebration. And I'm like, I'm not worried about it, but they really did it, so it was pretty funny. Uh, I was definitely laughing about it. It was cool. I liked it. I liked it. I give it a 10. I give it a 10. Obviously, you had some thumbs up for celebrations this year, thumbs down for Zay's celebration. <laughs> okay, so about that, the thumbs down. All right, so I didn't, the only reason I gave him a thumbs down because I feel like we wasn't in sync with it. Like the whole team wasn't, you know, drawing in on the celebration. It was like him and Bate only, and everyone else was like clueless. Like we were like, what's going on? So that's all I like, but that was horrible. <laughs> like next time, let us know, give us a heads up, you know, but. It was good when I caught on what was going on, the bouquet, flowers. I'm like, okay, 
That was nice. It was a nice thought. But. Aside from that, has there been uh, maybe more coordination on, on how you guys celebrate sports this year? Uh, yeah, because um, after I told him about that horrible celebration that he did the first one, you know, the second one was pretty good. Him and o Odell, when they did the little whatever it was, it was pretty dope. I liked that one. And then this past, you know, Sunday, the one with him and Likely, I liked that one. That was pretty good as well. So they've they been stepping it up. They've been stepping it up. Lamar, what do you make of Zay's comfortability now, uh, not only just on a touchdown grab, but even the two-point conversion catch that he makes? I mean, when, when you go back and watch those plays again, do you, do you, are you watching his maturity right now? Uh, I mean, I'm – I've been knew he what he was capable of, you know, um, just from us being in South Florida, just training, you know, just building chemistry, uh, and his just his camp, you know, just his first day at camp, how he's just elusive and he's trying to get better each and every play, you know, if he make make a mistake, he's trying to redo it and get better at it, you know. I've been seeing the maturity, you just got to keep getting better, keep being him. Cunningham, just what stands out to you from your time together about him and and his game? He's unique, you know. He's one of, one of one. Um, only he can do it what he do when he on the field, you know. Um, and when he get his chance to show the world, I believe people going to see it, you know, just not from college, just when he entered the league. Because we seen the preseason when he was with the Patriots, you know, little glimpses of it. But I, I just think the world love him at the sky's limit for him. Mark, uh, John was talking about how clean the offensive line kept you for the most part. Yeah. And he also praised the running backs through mm -hmm. pass protection. When you watch, when you go back and watch games, what like uh, about a guy like Justice Hill stands out in terms of Pass protection specifically? Because uh, um, things that stand out, if, like, you know, Justice, people might look at him like, oh, he's an undersized back or something, and he might not be able to pick up a linebacker blitz. He he shows you on film. You know, he steps up, take on the block just like he's 200 and some pounds, you know. He's just a great all around back. Um, he can do it all just run out the backfield, catch out the backfield, explosive runs, bring power, and blocking. He can do it all. Continuing about pass blocking, I mean, you guys are obviously doing more dropbacks this year, doing more passing downs this year. How do you think the offensive line has adapted to um, what Ty wants to do and, and what the continuity they've, they've had? How have they adjusted to you personally as a quarterback and, and become more cohesive with you? I believe our guys are just as fine. You know, um, anything we need our line to do, I believe they're capable of doing it. Uh, just practice made perfect. And, and I feel like, you know, the more we practice, the better they get. The, um, the more we out there passing the ball, the better they're getting, you know, and I'm protected. Like, you know, you guys just said, um, they're just blocking their tail off. Do you view your relationship with Tyler Linderbaum? And have you sensed this year him becoming a little more talkative, just kind of showing his personality more than maybe he did as a rookie where he kind of just went about his business? Tyler's been the same since his rookie year. Uh, uh, the only thing that changes he's been in, uh, you know, he's been in the league another year, extra year. But Tyler's been the same, you know. The knowledge is there, you know. His, the vocal, you know, just speaking, being a, a leader, you know. Even though he's young, he's been a leader, you know, just stepping up and just his, he's smart, very smart, um, talented center, great center. Lamar, um, how are you different from 2019? How am I different from 2019? Other than two years older. That, uh, <laughs> obvious, uh, yeah, four years older. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Can't tell you. Not right now, at least. That was quarterback Lamar Jackson. We also talked with linebacker Patrick Queen. After last year, you know, going down there, didn't go to the end of it. You guys wanted to. What do you see down on film and kind of Trevor Lawrence, uh, some of the teams are trying to get that to happen again? Uh, just 
doing what we do best, uh, keep the ball in front of us, be able to make tackles in uh, open field. Um, kid got a great arm. He can see coverages. Um, and the players do a good job once they get the ball in here and making plays for him. And Travis is a great back. Uh, he can do everything on the field, he can receive. Uh, he can run the ball behind the line. He can run behind his pass and stuff. So uh, it's, just, it's a full-on challenge that we just got to be ready for, honestly. Patrick, you, you haven't been shy about saying how good you think this team can be. How, how bad do you want the number one seed in the AFC? We want it bad. We want it bad. If we don't get it, we make the playoffs. We're still in there. We still can dance. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. As long as we have our spot in there, um, then everything else will take care of itself. I know this is a prideful defense. Um, probably the run defense isn't where you guys want it to be. Um, how much do you guys take that to heart? And, and how close do you think it is or how easy to kind of fix it? Yeah, we, we're looking at every way to improve that. Um, and honestly, it just comes down to every man owning a gap and doing the best they can. Sometimes they'll have numbers on you and somebody got to just make a play. Uh, you have to take it, take two gaps. So, um, you know, we're looking at ways to improve that and internally. Player-wise, we all want to improve on that as well. We all talking about it ourselves that um, one of us might have to go the extra mile to uh, make a play. So if that's what we got to do, we'll do it. Patrick, um, you guys got a bunch of guys who signed here, whether it's in the offseason or even during training camp. Van Noy, Millet, Darby, Clowney. Why do you think the locker room and this team in particular it's such a good fit for a lot of these guys. Why are you able to sort of integrate these guys so quickly? And these guys, a lot of them are having kind of career type years. Uh, I think what we do allows everybody just to be free and just do what they do. Uh, the best they do it. Uh, everything that you see that we do, everybody has a certain role, certain job. But at the same time, I could do everything else. Can also do the other person's job. So when you got interchangeable pieces like that, um, where everybody can do everything, it's, it keeps stuff moving, keep offenses guessing. And that's why everybody is performing the way they're performing. From a personality standpoint, do you think there's a sense of be yourself where guys aren't asked to kind of stifle their personalities or to change what they've been doing in the past? Definitely. Ain't no, coach is not asking to change anything. They want you to be who you are. Nah. Certain stuff like setting the edge, all that stuff, obviously you got to do all that stuff. That's, fo that's football. That's We're going to stop the run. So um, that's always preached. But as far as like how you rush or how you want to set a block or set the edge, you, could do, you got free will at that. Obviously, this defense you know, has proven to be you know, one of the better groups in the league this year. And I know the question earlier, you guys have a lot of pride, but you're going up against a quarterback like Lawrence um, and a team like Jacksonville as a potent offense. How, how important is it for you guys as a defense to deliver a, a really strong you know, showing play? <laughs> well, I just think that goes back to last year uh, with the sour taste that we left in our mouth uh, from that game last year. So. Um, we're looking to improve in every aspect of our defense. Um, we just got to go in there, play our game, play play bully football, play Ravens football. Uh, just everybody do their job to the best of their ability. Go in there confident, go in there swinging. Um, we just got to be us, honestly. That's all it's going to take. It's just us being us, us being bullies, us going out there and dominate. With, with Odell, we see him sometimes. I mean, he talks to everybody. I saw him come up to your locker room and talk to you. I, how would you kind of describe him as, as a leader? He's a great guy. Uh, you know the media got their own perception of how Odell is, but to me, Odell is like the big brother I never had. Uh, he's just great guy, does everything for you, always making sure you're straight, always joking, always clowning, always making sure you got a smile on your face. And um, that's actually kind of a guy that we needed in the locker room, to be honest with you. Patrick, recent sports media and sports culture puts a, a heavy emphasis on championships and de-emphasizes the regular season. So when you're virtually guaranteed a spot in the playoffs, what keeps you and this team 
pushing, you know, as hard as you guys do during the regular season in these final few weeks? Uh, well, when this is a job and everything gets uh, looked at, everything is great. And I think at the end of the day, you just want to be great. Uh, you don't want to be lax. You don't want to go out there, put anything bad on film. You don't want anybody to be able to say, yeah, we got one on you. Um, you just want to be yourself. You want to be um, dominant. You want to be fierce. You want to be feared. You want to go into the playoffs knowing everybody has the mindset of, damn, we got to play Baltimore. Um, so I think when we go into the last four games, we're looking to just dominate everybody. Like, everybody's on our list. That was linebacker Patrick Queen. You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. The Ravens are gearing up for the game on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's going to be a prime time matchup coming up on Sunday night football. We'll be back with you again tomorrow as we hear from the coordinators in preparation for this game. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.